teams give our D-line uh, a lot of respect. And I say that to say this. You're seeing um, teams play a little more up-tempo or no huddle against us here in the last couple of weeks. Um, you're seeing more quick passing game, you know, a little bit of the RPO game. Those are all things to sort of slow down your, your pass rush. And then substitution packages, um, you know, with different personnel. If, if we match, you know, an offensive personnel, just getting the right guys in on the field, all those things can be sort of minimized when, when teams, and we do the same thing on offense, right? When, when we know a defense wants to, uh, you know, sub their D line as much as as much as teams do, and and it can all it can all affect right. It can all affect uh, production. It can affect you know how how a group plays. And I really think that's been you know that's been the case here in the last couple of weeks. As a follow up, could you uh, just talk from your perspective as to why this James Robinson trade was made, and can you at least share with us a little bit whether. It was initiated on your part, or whether it was the Jets calling you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into all the details with it, but um, you know, James is—I uh, got a lot of respect for James and, and what he's done, and what he's done for me and the, and the, the organization. And obviously, wish him well. It's a great opportunity for him. You know, obviously, the Jets, as we know, lost a running back, and and so it's honestly, it's the nature—it's the nature of our business. Teams begin to search, and and we got a call on him, and and. And um, you know, made the made the decision to, to move so, on. So, so you're not concerned about your running back depth at this point, losing a pretty valuable insurance policy? No, no. And again, I'm not. One thing that I know that you don't know is there's a lot of information. So, and I'm not I'm not going to divulge all the information. It's just it's for me to know and for us to know and and all the details on that. But. Um, I went through this in 16. We traded Sam Bradford, our starting quarterback, to Minnesota, um, week one of the regular season, and you know, and we went with the rookie quarterback in Carson. So I've been through this before. This is just the way our league is right now. Teams are constantly searching, and you know, we just picked up a defensive corner, you know, um, that should be here later today from another roster. So you know, there, there's all things that play into everything, right? And, and teams are looking and teams teams have needs. And um, again, like I said, it's a great opportunity for James to, to, to go in there and be the guy. Um, and and for us, it's a, it's a great opportunity to, uh, you know, not only Jamichael, but but now Snoop, you know, get him get him going. Hey, uh, just to confirm on the timeline, the Jets called you guys Monday? Yeah, it was, it was Monday. I don't know the timing of the call because Trent obviously gets those calls, but it was Monday after you know uh, after we had met with the players and, and everything else that day. Doug, how, you weren't shopping James. Not at all. No. Not at all. Not at all. How, how much does this help you guys though from a speed standpoint? Not taking anything away from James Robinson, obviously being in the foot race, but ah. <laughs> ETN and Hasty are a different they're a different level of, of speed there. And, and that's what you guys want, I assume, to be a fast well, team. I mean, yeah, you, you want to be a fast team at, at all the skill positions, but I, I don't think it had to do necessarily with that. But um, you know, more so, obviously, the, the the team that acquired you know James had a need, yeah. quite frankly, and 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 you know we have had two really good running backs, and and you know um, it, it does give Jamichael and now Snoop an opportunity to to. Get more, you know, get more touches, you know, and more more opportunity um, with the offense. Does the nature of the offense just you know, leaning more so on the pass? Does that play into it at all? It's just easier no. to get one guy touches. No, 
How James, was, was, James was your best blow. He was your best blitz pickup out of that back of the back of the Pass protection. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I mean, we could debate that all day, yeah. honestly. I mean, I think I think TJ's done a great job. I think Jamichael, the times he's been in there, has done a nice job. Um, so I think that's you know debatable. How much does this expand Travis's role now in the offense? Obviously, he's gonna get more snaps. So how much does he, you know, sort of can do? I guess. I mean, you're not gonna see anything different from TJ. Sure. You know, I mean, he's gonna continue to do the same things he's been doing. It's just that he'll have an opportunity to play a little bit longer. You know, in a game. Um, I still wanna. I still wanna. You know keep him from taking all the load, you know, uh, keep him healthy for the entire season. That's why Jermichael has probably and will increase his, his load just a little bit. And now, you know, it's our job as a staff to make sure that Snoop's ready to go too. You've talked about patience with players. Do you think head coaches get enough patience in this league? Reports this morning that Nathaniel Jack, uh, Hackett's job could be on the line based on the outcome of Sunday's game. Obviously, I can't speak to that, but listen, I understand our business, having been a player for a long time and now a head coach, and a, and a you know a coordinator position coach in this league for a long time. I mean, it's it's about winning right now, you know, and and, and quite frankly, it's you know when you're trying to build a program and try to try to bring the pieces to your roster and and you know like we did in the off season through the draft and and, and you know it's hard, it's hard because you're, you're asked to win right now and that's the that's the pressure that we're on you know we face every single day is it fair uh, I don't know but you know I, I just know that that's the that's the task and that's what we signed up for you know and, and we don't shy away from that we understand that and and so from you know my perspective as a one of the 32 head coaches in this league you know it's our job to make sure that we can do the best best we can and, and make sure our team's prepared on Sunday. Russell Wilson was a limited participant in practice across the pond. I guess apparently they already flew over to London. Yeah, I think they went over Monday night. Um, so he was a limited participant today. How do you prepare for the quarterback for Denver? Because obviously two very different quarterbacks could be playing. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a there's a ton of film with, with Russell and now there's a game with, with the backup with Ripien and um, you know, we just we just go we just go about it as business as usual. We understand both. You know, uh, we understand what Russell brings to that team, and he also has the ability to run and use his legs. And he's, I've I've played against him or coached against him many times, and 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 he can beat you doing that. And um, you know, and so it, it just has to, it has to be a, you know, kind of the every hand on deck, so to speak, to to exhaust the film, understand you know kind of what the you know, what our defense is getting into, and and be uh, be prepared for both. Knowing what Daniel Jones did last week, knowing what Jalen Hurts did a few weeks ago against this team, concerns about the defense defending the zone read. It's something that we've got to work on, you know. Um, it's something that we've got to um, identify and maybe simplify, you know, the whole the whole thing. And um, I know that's what the coaches and Mike is doing and in, in, in preparing, you know, for that. Um, and then it's up to the players, you know, to just stay disciplined with their technique, stay disciplined within the scheme, and and uh, try to, um, you know, eliminate or at least, you know, slow down the zone so, read. So who told James that he was afraid you were trying? Uh, Trent. Okay. So did you have any conversation with James before he left the building? I did. What was that like? It was great. It was great. Um, you know, and, and listen, I have, I have a lot, a ton of respect for James. He, he's come, he came off an injury a year ago and he put himself in a position to, 
to help our football team, and now he gets a chance to, to do that with the Jets and, and wishing him well. What is it that makes this Broncos defense, especially against the pass, as dangerous as, as they've been? Just watch, just put the film on and watch their front. I mean, these guys, man, they, they, they come off the ball. I mean, it's, it's a dangerous group. You know, they're athletic. They can run. Uh, Chubb's a great pass rusher, obviously. I know they're down a couple guys on the other side, but their interior is going to be probably uh, some of the three or four best guys we've seen all, all season so far. So um, that's what – and then they're experienced in the back end. This team, you understand, this team is built like a year ago or so, you know, and the guys that were brought in, you know, have played together, and it's an experienced team. And, and um, you know, the coordinator might be new, but, but the guys have played together, and in the scheme and the structure is still pretty much intact. They have arguably a top five cornerback in Pat Sertan. When you watch him on top film, two. top even better. What what is a uh, what does he make difficult as a game planner? I mean, he listen. He's number one. He's a he's a great person, great player. Um, you can tell that he studies his opponent. He's long. He's athletic. Can run, and he's physical. And when you have those type of traits. Um, you know, I think you can throw in, you know, like Tyson Campbell was in that in that mix a year ago, right, with those guys. And, you know, this guy is um, – he's young, but he's he's that type of player. And um, he's, he's gaining a lot of respect, obviously, uh, around the league. And when you watch tape, you know, teams teams try to throw that, that way um, with not much success. So um, he's, he's, doing, he's doing a great job. He's yeah. Is international travel just part of the deal now? I mean, is it is it still a big challenge, coaches? When you first go over there, you know, it seems like a big lift. But now everybody's been over there pretty much, and most teams are doing an international game every couple of years now. Is it still the big lift? I'm not talking from logistics. I'm talking from a coaching standpoint. Getting the team ready to play over there. Um, it, it's a common. it's a bit of a challenge, but I think the biggest thing for us, you know, we we plan and prepare for these few days we're here in, in town, right, before we go. Um, Friday, the challenging thing Friday is just the fatigue factor, you know, and you still got to meet and you still got to practice and, and keep the guys keep the guys going. I mean, that's a challenge there, but, you know, you get to Saturday and obviously Sunday you feel you feel pretty good and, and, you're, and you're ready to go, you know. So we do, we do the bulk of our lifting that way, you know, these next two days. As a follow-up, I think you guys requested to have a game the next week. You didn't want your bye. Right. The Broncos are doing the bye. Why? I mean, it's, it, listen, it's, the time change is not that, not that bad. Plus, you got Monday and Tuesday for the players to, to you know, rest and get back here. And, you know, it's, it's not much different than going to the West Coast and trying to come back. You get back at, at 3 in the morning if you go to the West Coast. So um, you, can, you, can, you can do it, you know. Um, so we requested that. And, and um, you know, we'll play, we'll play next week. Do you know Mark at all? Just a little, just a little, not, not too, too well. How about Patrick Sertan, the first? The first one? Yeah. A little bit, okay. a little bit, okay. yeah. Were you have any trouble sleeping on the plane? No. You go right to sleep? Yeah. You don't have to take, you I, don't I, take Just it. ask my wife. Just ask her. <laughs> she knows. You leave her high and dry have no trouble going to sleep. How surprised are you that the Broncos bring in an accomplished quarterback like Russell Wilson and their offense just doesn't seem to have gotten ignited at all? I, again, it's hard to it's hard to put a finger on it, you know, because obviously you're not there and you're not coaching the guys. But um, it, I just know it it 
offensively things take time. There's there's timing with everything. There's there's new schemes. There's you get new players. I mean, it's just patience, right? I mean, it's it's part of the process, you know. And and um, you kind of see it with us a little bit, you know. There's new faces. There's new schemes. There's new coaches. There's all these different things, and you see glimpses of it from time to time. But it's the it's the consistency and continuity that you that you're trying to strive for. Um, and and even even for us, I mean, we we we've been we've been going through that a little bit offensively. Even though I feel like we're heading in the right direction um, with the whole thing, um, it just takes time. You said not that long ago that you felt like the team was right on schedule where it kind of needed to be. Uh, where do you feel like the guys are at this point? Right where we need to be. No, I mean I, I mean I'd listen. I wish we had a few more of these wins. You know that there were the losses that were wins, but we are. Two and five, and and I do believe this that the team is in a really good place mentally. They, you know, this is this is this is a good group to coach. You know, they're they're still hungry. You know, and, and still working, working hard. You know, and and doing the right things to try to get this thing flipped around. Doug, I know they didn't win the games the last two weeks. The final drives, the final possessions, Trevor had. Is he showing you all you need to see as far as somebody who can handle those end game situations? Yeah. He is. I mean, the next step is obviously we need to, as a team, finish and, and win those games. You know, not only for him but for the team. But yeah, he's 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 showing us now that that he can, you know, put the team kind of on his back a little bit and, and, and lead him down. You know, it's two weeks in a row, two touchdown drives to, uh, or this past week, a potential touchdown drive to to win. But the week before, you know, took the lead in the fourth, and you know that's that's what you got to have. That's that's what these games are so much parity. I think in the NFL, these these games come down to, to the fourth quarter. You know, quite honestly, and um, it's sometimes whoever has the ball last. But he's he's definitely heading in the right direction for us that way. You got Travis doing any extra ball protection drills this week? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a point of emphasis every day. Um, you know, I again, this is one of those things where um, I don't go over the top crazy with. A lot of that stuff, I think it has to happen naturally because now you start putting it in his head, you know, and it starts being a little more tense and tight, and then he's not the runner that he, we want him to be. Um, he understands he has to, you know, carry the ball better. It's got to be a little tighter to his chest, you know, wrist above the elbow, all those things. And um, we work on it every week, uh, every day. Bernie Bernie puts him through, you know, some drills. We do it on – you guys, if you're out there on Thursdays, you see the, the ball security circuit drill we do on Thursdays. and. And uh, we just got to keep keep going. How would you evaluate the pass rush as of now? Two sacks in the last three games, and what can you do to jumpstart it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I mean, it needs to be better. We know that guys know that. Um, you know, let them let them, you know, maybe maybe come off the ball a little bit faster, roll off the ball, you know, uh, more straight rushes, whatever it is we could do to push the pocket. I know no teams are scheming with the no huddle and the tempo and the quick passing game, which which can frustrate defensive guys. But, you know, I just think it's just a matter of us just sticking to our game plan, um, whatever the, the game plan, you know, rush package is that week. And if we need to make, you know, uh, changes in game, we make changes in game. But, um, you know, somehow let these guys, you know, free up and rush. You talked about uh, Snoop having an increased role. He obviously hasn't played in in the regular season so far, but what, what have you seen from him in practice sort of to give you that confidence? 
I mean, he, he's done a nice job with the look team, quite honestly. Uh, him and Sarge have done a great job there, you know, and, and you can just see his development, you know. Um, even even when he's on the look team, but our defense is blitzing, you see the protection, you see the pickup, he's going in the right direction. And and, and that's the growth that, that we want to see, you know, in him. And he's working hard and uh, he's helping out on, you know, got a, got a role on special teams, you know, from time to time as a backup. And, you know, he just keeps just keeps improving, and and um, you know, so we just got to make sure that he's maybe a limited, you know, package of plays, but at the same time, you know, he's got to be ready for for whatever happens. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. All right, guys.